0: Welcome back to Edgework on the Hammer Betting Network, your daily live NHL show, Monday through Friday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. You can find the show on YouTube as Edgework. You can find us on Twitter at Edgework Show. And if you want to track our picks in real time, you can go to the BetStamp app. You can click on the Find Better section. You can find us there as Edgework as well. You can see all the picks that are given out on this show, tracked in real time, and uh, see how we've been doing throughout the course of the season so far. And of course, if you miss the show live, you can listen to it back on all podcasting platforms. Russ, so money. Return from the holiday season. Um, I'll start with you, Russ. How, just how's everything going? How was your holidays?
1: Good. It was great. You know, we had that uh, that cold snap that you guys probably had up there, but it was like negative 40 here in the Midwest. And uh, fortunately, we didn't have to travel anywhere with all the Southwest debacle. So it's been great, man. It's been, it's been really good. It's finally starting to warm up a little bit. And uh, yeah, it was a nice break. You know, a few days off from hockey wasn't a bad thing. So yeah, it was good.
0: Nice. So money. Good holidays. Yeah, it was nice to have a couple of days
2: off in the NHL. Actually, usually I uh, yeah I miss uh, I miss when there's no hockey, but uh, it was a nice little break this year.
1: So you got some sledding in also.
2: Yeah, yeah, I took the kids sledding. I missed that. Uh, <laughs> I was lamenting in the chat that I missed a bunch of line moves because I was out all day sledding.
0: <laughs> well. My holidays were pretty good, but I was fortunate enough to not have to, uh, like when I had to go back to work after the holidays were over, I could get up and I could drive half an hour in or I could work from home. But uh, there was no rules restricting me as to when I could or could not return back to work, unlike the Toronto Maple Leafs who had a $100,000 fine slapped on them yesterday for traveling on the 26th, the day before their game. At 10.30 p.m., their plane took off to go to St. Louis to get there a day early. I understand that this is part of the CBA. This was a rule that was broken, and this is the fine that has to go out. This might be the dumbest rule, or one of the dumbest rules of the NHL, and this just shows some of their incompetence in a way in terms of managing the league and making things right. I I was talking to somebody about it, and I was saying like, the NHL is so gung-ho about putting the best product they possibly can on the ice every single night. The highest quality of competition, making sure everyone is always ready to go market their stars. You come back, you're going to have an opportunity for, I mean, in this case it's it's the Toronto Maple Leafs going up against St. Louis. You're going to have Ryan O'Reilly involved in this. Uh tr- the Leafs going into St. Louis, like this is a team where they've been linked with trade rumors whether they're true or not. Like there's going to be some eyeballs on this game and yet the NHL, as they did with all the other games around the around the league that night, they've got teams flying into those cities on the day of the game. You're coming off a holiday, you're going to be a little bit rusty, and you're flying in on the day of the game. Mm-hmm. I do not understand how this promotes the highest quality competition that you could have, not allowing them to fly out the night before. Make the thing end at like 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, whatever it is, and then let the teams fly. This might be one of the dumbest rules. I just needed to uh, get that off my chest to start the show because that was one that was just like mind-boggling to me that that was even a thing, and it was it's enforced as strictly as it is.
1: <clears throat> Absolutely, no. It's you know these players are such routine-driven human beings. It's it's all about routine. So it's like this is just the routine that they've followed before every away game, and uh, they just do what they've been doing all year and get a six-figure fine slapped on.
2: I'm just so I I'm just surprised that like this was agreed to in the CBA in, in the in the first place right like the players would have had to would would have had to agree to this as well so it it yeah it, it doesn't make any it doesn't make any sense to me it, it, and it just goes to show that like there's like sometimes the NHL it gets easy to blame the 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 NHL for this but the players agreed to this as well yeah um, and like just like on like a on like a holistic level it just goes to show that sometimes the league just doesn't get it like I, I i i i say this all the time right like when i say the league i mean the players as well right like they just don't understand these things sure. and it's just it's uh it's tough to see as a fan sometimes like i i i can't see this being implemented in like any other league besides the nhl yeah
0: yeah this this might have been one that was brought into place on in like maybe torts was calling guys back telling them to come back fly back in on christmas okay. day or something like they need to bag skate the next morning and the players yeah. are just like, all right no we're not dealing with it but yeah you're right that is it the players were involved in that one i didn't even really think about that but either way it's just the two, two group. groups yeah the two groups need to come together and just get rid of that like yeah. just let them fly out the night before it's really not that impactful it's not that big of a deal Um, All right, let's get into some of the games here today. We'll break some of these down, give our best bets, And uh, we will track all of them in the BetStamp app, as I mentioned, in the Find better section as Edgework there. And if you have any questions, comments, things that happen during the show, things that you want to bring up, or if you want to tell us your best bets, head over to the YouTube channel, Edgework, and you can comment in real time on YouTube. Unfortunately, we won't see them on Twitter, but we will see them on YouTube. So make sure to subscribe, like this stream, and comment in real time on our YouTube channel. Let's start this one off with uh, the Rangers heading into Tampa here tonight. Uh, the Rangers currently are holding the last wildcard spot in the East. They are fifth in the Metro. Uh, it, it's a tight race in the East right now, especially when you kind of look down to where the wild card spots are. Obviously, Boston running away. Toronto's got a good leg up on Tampa and some of the other teams a little bit lower down. Um, Carolina also creating a bit of a gap for themselves in there. But once you kind of get down to the next level of teams, it's very, very close. Uh, we're looking at the Rangers one point back of the Caps, one point up on the Islanders, and then even looking down into like but the Buffaloes and Florida's and stuff, they're not far off. It's a tighter, it's a tighter contest down there for those teams of who may or may not. Uh, make the playoffs this year this rangers team got on a heater allowed them to get into the position that they're in they went on a seven game uh win streak before they lost the pit then they end up winning against the islanders and then they lose to the capitals and this tampa team has started to just kind of figure things out like tampa is now third in the atlantic they are they are on a back to back they played against montreal last night but i mean despite the fact that they are seven points back of toronto in the standings Tampa has been a team that of late has started to look more and more like the Tampa Bay Lightning that we've seen. And I think we, the three of us, have actually talked about it on the Thursday show before. Is like Tampa kind of adopted the Golden State model after that they went through that run where they lost to Columbus in the first round. They kind of just said, Our team is good enough on a nightly basis to get us to the playoffs. And then once we get to the playoffs, that's what's important. And that's what we're going to worry about. So, it's really just looking at this Tampa team and being like, all right, like, right, let's see what you can do. But, I mean, despite the fact that Tampa's at home here, they are on a back-to-back. Russ, do you think that this Tampa being favored against the Rangers right now, I'm seeing minus 123 plus 120 for the Rangers, you think that that's fair despite the fact that they are coming on the uh, back-to-back?
1: I actually I think this number's a little bit short. Um, yeah, when you take in the back to back, where you know they played a, a Montreal team that's bottom of the league, just probably you know not much of an effort at all. Pretty much got in and got out with the four one win there, and they had no travel in between. So this is as uh, as light of a back to back spot as you can as you can get. And regardless of if we get Vasilevsky or Elliott in goal here, my numbers do have the the, uh, Lightning as a higher favorite than minus 125. So I did lock in the Lightning at minus 125 this morning. Um, Now, there's a couple of uh, thought processes behind this. If Vasilevsky does get announced in, that number will probably balloon out a little bit. Um, I think most people are expecting Elliott um, we were talking a little bit before the mic turned on, and so money was was saying that, you know, don't be surprised if we get Vasilevsky's back-to-back here, which I, I would love. Either way, I think, um, you know, Vasilevsky on a bas- back-to-back or Elliot, you know, are pretty pretty even. There may be a little bit of a drop-off to Elliott. But, yeah, my numbers have uh, the Lightning here favored significantly higher than minus 125. So I think I think that's a solid play. And just generally speaking, the Lightning have been awesome at home, 13-4-1 at home. And the Rangers have been winning games, but they have not been, uh, you know, they have not, the numbers have not shown that they've been playing very well. They they don't drive play that they have a great defense and Igor Shuster- Shusterkin is obviously an amazing goalie, but other than that, they, um, they don't, you know, they don't get many scoring chances. Uh, they're 31st and expected goals for in the last 10 games. So they're just kind of relying on this awesome defense and this amazing goalie where, I think that this is just a step up in class for them tonight, and um I think the lightning as a short home favorite is a pretty solid play,
2: yeah, i think the the contrast for both teams coming off the uh coming off the break is pretty it's pretty interesting here um Rangers looked like garbage as jarland yep. uh, said um they, they they looked horrible coming off their break while the lightning. Granted, it was against Montreal. Um, they they did look very good. You touched on um, Tampa Bay going on a run, and I I don't think it's a coincidence that it coincides with uh, the return of Anthony Sorelli. Um, I think that he's the driving force in that lineup that doesn't get doesn't get a lot of notoriety. He kind of he's the kind of guy that um, puts. Puts the rest of the rest rest of the forward groups in their place in terms of in terms of the minutes allocation. So I think that um, Anthony Sorelli is a big deal for for Tampa Bay. Um, in terms of the goaltending, I think the line is fair right now. I do I do lean the Rangers, um, but not at the current number, um, because as as Russ mentioned earlier, I wouldn't be surprised to see Vasilevsky. If it is Vasilevsky. I'm not playing the Rangers at this current number. So I think that we need to wait, um, wait, wait a bit to, to confirm the goalies here. Um, Pretty sure we'll get Shisterkin. Although I've mentioned this before, don't take Gallant um, for granted here. He can can do whatever he wants at any time. So um, I, I doubt that Tampa Bay will actually, I, I know they won't have a morning skate. So um, we'll have to wait for, um, we'll have to wait for Cooper's uh, comments, comments, me his uh media scrum here in like a couple of hours, but if it is Elliott I like the Rangers. If it's Vasilevsky, I'm probably staying staying away from this game. It
1: makes sense. Fair
0: enough. And I see Connor Hartle in the uh in the chat here saying. Tampa is about to go on a roll, uh, especially after hearing Cooper's comments about their Christmas yeah. break starting early. Yeah, I think that the team might respond to that. And then he also says he's projecting uh, Vassy in net tonight, but yeah. we'll see what happens with the with the goalie news. And uh, as always, so money will keep us updated live during the show on what uh, what happens and when it happens. So make sure to stay tuned for that. Moving on to the next game here, uh, Dallas, Minnesota. Dallas right now, first in the central, two points back of Vegas uh, for first in the west they are five points up on winnipeg created a little bit of ground they're seven two and one in their last ten like this team has been very good you're getting a lot of contribution from the young guys in your lineup a lot of that has actually helped the older guys to alleviate some pressure off them they don't have to be the driving force anymore in there they can just kind of be themselves fit into a role and then you get jake ottinger and net who's been absolutely incredible this season yet again nine one nine save percentage he's fifteen five and three on the year two point 43 GAA, like he's been very very good yet again helping this team uh launch them into that upper echelon of the western conference and then they're going up against minnesota who has started to figure some things out here for themselves i think that their play has kind of gotten a little bit better but seven three seven and three in their last 10 they they're third in the central right now they went on a six game win streak but uh that was unfortunately broken by san jose But this this Minnesota team, like I had talked about it on the Tuesday show, I believe it was. A lot of stuff had happened. A lot of stuff happened for them in a positive way since acquiring Ryan Reeves. I don't think that's because of the play of Ryan Reeves, but sometimes you just get a guy like that. Maybe it's the impact in the locker room and how they can kind of turn things around like that and just having a guy like that around. We did see it with the Rangers when he went there, just the impact that he brought from a... A positivity standpoint almost and a motivation standpoint, but Minnesota has started to turn things around and get rocking here. They are favored here tonight against Dallas, minus one, uh, 114 right now. Best price Dallas plus 105. So, money is this, uh, is this a, an accurate reading of where this is at in terms of the odds?
2: I don't think so. And, uh, this is a, this is the kind of game that, uh, kind of falls, uh, Falls right within my wheelhouse here. Um, I did play Dallas. Um, I think at uh, at at plus one hundred five. I think that 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 they're still good. I think they'll probably take money throughout the day here. Um, look, I'm not taking anything away from from Minnesota here, and I'm the type of person when I look at a schedule and like I don't even even if your wins have not been against the best teams, I'm not going to take that away from you because you can only play who's in who's in front of you, but Minnesota has been starting to play better, but they're not, they, they haven't played as well as they should be playing considering their opponent, if that makes sense. Right. So um, their, their wins now in the, in this, in this little run here, have been against the Canucks, Detroit, Chicago, Ottawa, Anaheim. um, And they had a win against Winnipeg too, which, which, which which was a good win, right? But in all those games, they, they played well well enough to win, but it wasn't to the level that it should be considering their opponent. So I do take away a, a little bit there. And, of course, they are significantly stepping up in class um, against the Dallas team who I'm very high on. Um, I think that um, especially now, Dallas is really starting to, um, to uh, drive play, and we know about the goaltending there. They're starting to try to get better defensively. I think that's a that's a work in progress, and it 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 will come as the season goes on. Um, but I think Dallas is the better team. I think that um, Minnesota is starting to get overvalued a bit. So I do wanna I I do wanna step in front of that a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean. This is one where our numbers do line up. I was looking for a multitude of reasons to not play this this morning, but the more I dig into it, the more, yeah, the more it looks like the stars are the side. Um, As far as power rankings, I have these two teams fairly close in my power rankings, both in, you know, about eight and nine in my power rankings. So there's not much of a difference there. But yeah, when you dig into some of the details in the last 10 games or so, since they got Ryan Reeves. Um, I think that the, the wild have been a pretty much defense first team they are They have not been driving play at all. Their scoring has, has really dipped uh, 18 goals for in the last 10 games. Um, so, I mean, and, but they've only allowed 10 goals in the last 10 games. So their defense is, is really impressive, but I, I agree with so many here. this is a little bit of a step up of course, you know, compared to their recent schedule. And um, yeah, I think this should be probably Dallas should be a favorite here. So I'm in agreement. I think plus 105 is a pretty good line. I think that would be right, cool.
0: we'll, we'll lock that in on, uh, on the bet stamp app. Also, Don Schultz mentioning Rupe Hints is hot. Yeah, like they're getting a lot of yeah. contributions from those guys. And even this guy, Wyatt Johnson. Like Wyatt Johnson was a kid who was drafted, didn't really get a look, and then comes back goes back to the ohl has 124 points in 68 games last season in the ohl and then has an incredible camp they say all right well you gotta you gotta come and play this guy's got 10 goals and 15 points through the first 36 games like he's playing and looking very good with dallas so far this season like you're just getting contributions from young guys that you didn't really expect but some of that is it just becomes overly important to do. You have to draft, you have to develop, you have to bring up young guys who can fit in on cheaper contracts, especially if you have older guys on more expensive contracts and that's what Dallas has done very well so far. So, it's it's looking pretty good for for Dallas, but uh, Connor Hartle asking, so money, do you think Minnesota money is coming home? Uh, do you think many coming home off a long road trip is a net negative or net positive for them?
2: Uh, with these kind of things, it um, there's there's a couple of factors that go into it for me. Um, I think that the day off um, between the end of the trip and the first home game matters. Usually, if it's like a if it's a longer trip, a Eastern team going west, Western team going east, um, if they have one day off in between, um, they are at a disadvantage their their um, their 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 first game back. In this case, um, when you look at the schedule, yes, Minnesota has one day off, but of course, this was broken up by the by the um, uh, winter uh, by the holiday break, right? So, in this case, um, I wouldn't put much stock into that. Um, in in another situation where if they went out east, played four or five games out east, came home for one day, and then they're and they're back at home playing, I think that in in that scenario, that that would be a disadvantage for them. All
0: right. Uh, Okay, let's go on to another game here. Uh, And as always, if you want to track the picks in real time, you can find our Edgework account on Bedstamp. So you'll see that the plays are locked in there as well as... Some of the plays given out on some of the other shows. Like I just went and looked through. There's a Carolina Metropolitan Division winner that was placed live, and a Minnesota Wild Stanley Cup winner that was placed like a month ago. So those are all tracked on the account. You can well, track those.
2: What was the price on that? Um, it acres? is
0: uh, plus twenty five hundred. Twenty five to one.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was not the Thursday group that placed. Them. no it's that one for sure
0: (laughs) i i forgot that that was in there i just pulled it up and was like made me laugh a little bit that that was in there uh one of the guys in our office he placed in like the bet stamp office he had placed a future on the anaheim ducks to win uh to win the western conference or something like that and it was like yeah, that didn't pan out too well.
1: <laughs> in his bet, you know. In his well, they won care.
2: last night, so they're so they're on
1: their way now.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're on the they're on the right track. Uh, <laughs> um, another team that may not uh, have any type of opportunity to win anything in terms of playoff spots divisions conferences or anything like that would be the Ottawa Senators this year despite how much their fan base thought that they had improved and honestly to be uh, to be fair I think the rest of kind of media and hockey fans had kind of assumed that they would take a step this season it just has not really worked out for them they did struggle with some goaltending issues early on with uh, injuries to some of those guys but aside from that they've got them back and it just still hasn't been great they're I can't see them hopping into a playoff spot at this point. We talked about how tight the East is and all the teams that are kind of fitting into that gap of being a couple points away from each other. Ottawa being 10 points out of a playoff spot at this point with those teams ahead of them. I just don't see them making any type of jump. They did just beat the Boston Bruins for the second time this year, so congrats to them. Like That is is pretty big, and it's something to take notice of, but they're going up against Washington, who is on an absolute roll right now nine and one in their last 10 they're tied for points with uh with the penguins uh they're one point up on the rangers they're holding on to that first wild card spot this washington to me i had counted them out i thought they were going to be too old uh dealing with some of these injuries that they had been tom wilson being out backstrom being out they lost kuznetsov for periods of time i just thought i don't know if they can get it done but Obviously, the uh, the OV gold chase has put some life into those legs in Washington and they're finding a way right now. But Russ, looking at this one, minus one seventy tonight against the Senators, plus one fifty five. Washington is at home in this game. You think this is probably fair price. And I mean, I guess a second part of this would just be like, how much longer do you anticipate or do you see Washington's run of, uh, I mean, maybe the right, wrong word for this, but dominance being.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> I think, I mean, honestly, when just looking at the number, this is a little bit long to me to make Washington the 170 at home. Um, but you got to be crazy to step in front of this steamroller right now. I mean, especially against, with this Ottawa Senators team. And I do, our numbers have liked the Senators pretty much all year, but I'm not looking to, I'm more looking to play the Senators when they're plus 190, plus 200, Uh, 155 doesn't really get me there. So I would need something substantially higher than that, which is probably not going to happen. But, yeah, this Washington team has been playing awesome. Since getting Kemper back, they've just been playing amazing. They've won 13 of their last 17 games. And uh, even TJ Oshie is is, uh, getting healthy right now. So they could get even more dangerous. And, yes, it seems like basically – with the uh the OV goal chase and just where they're at in the standings they're just playing with nothing to lose every night and just slowly slowly making their way up that up the uh, leaderboard in the in the metro um yeah like you said they just passed the rangers and they're in the fourth fourth spot right now and they're tied uh, tied with the the pens in points so it seems to me like they're just you know unstoppable right now i don't necessarily think the market has flipped on them although This minus minus one seventy does seem a little bit steep, but I would, you know, in a, in a week or two, I would look for uh, I would look for the market to, to flip. And, you know, once we start seeing minus one nineties and minus two hundreds on the Washington caps, I think it's probably time to, to look the other way, but I think this would be a great game to watch. I have, I'll have, I have no plays on this game. I think, you know, I think Washington should take care of business, but it could be a a close game early, you know? Yeah. This would just be a fun one to watch for me, but there would be no play.
2: Yeah, on the on on the surface, the uh, number on Ottawa looks uh look it it does look sexy, but I mean mm-hmm. our, um, Ottawa they've they've shown that they're a very really streaky team. Um they had their they had their bump up where they, where they were playing well, they were getting results. Um they're back they're back to the way they were playing earlier in the season now. Um we do have to account for for injuries, they are closer to getting guys back. Uh, a couple of guys should be coming back today, um, especially they're um, they're they're also getting some defensive help back today. So um, we do need to keep that in mind. But um, at the same time, I I'm not interested in um, stepping in front of Washington right now. I think that Washington's results um, are warranted uh, based on the way that they're playing. So um, I think that the number is good, um, and I. Th- even even in ottawa's win against boston that that shootout win i didn't score that as a win for ottawa so um that that gives me six the last six games where um where ottawa i've scored that game as a loss even though they've got three of those wins so it's, <laughs> so, it's so it's something to keep in mind they're not they're not playing well and i'm not um and i'm not sold on on the results they've been getting they had a 3-2 win at home against Montreal, which I scored as a loss. A 6-3 win in Detroit, which I scored as a loss as well because I I don't think that that, that 6-3 final was warranted. And, of course, the 3-2 shootout win, which I don't think they should have won that game. So it's the last six games now where um, where I, I don't think Ottawa has been playing well.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm
0: fair enough uh before we get into the last game here that we will preview if anyone in the chat has any questions about anything or any games that they're looking at they have any opinions that they're looking for make sure to let us know you can if you're on twitter watching right now you can head over to the youtube the link is in the description and you can go on YouTube comment in real time. We will see it there. Like this comment from Paulino saying, uh, it's the most handsome trio on edge work. Yep. And then mentioning he on- can only listen to the Friday show. I uh, apologize for that, Paulino. <laughs> That's uh yeah, blame, come back, come back on the Friday show tomorrow and let Andy know that you said that. Cause I'm just gonna blame that one on Andy. That's Andy's fault. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's uh let's get into the last game here and if there are any questions in the chat as always just let us know and we'll try to get to those um kings colorado this one is more just an interesting one to me because the la kings started off really hot and they managed to find a way to just hold on like, they are still holding on right now. They're second in the Pacific. They're four points back of Vegas, which, if you had told me at the beginning of this season they would be in this position to be that tight behind Vegas, I would have told you you were nuts. Uh, like, mm-hmm. even today, when I looked at the standings, I knew where they were at. But just to see that point number and be like, wow, they are only four games back was shocking to me. And then you just dig into it a little bit more both goaltenders peterson and quick have been below 900 so far this season the only guy who uh who's above was their third goaltender whose name is actually escaping me right now but he had like Hopefully, a yeah. 916 so yeah and yet he, he had a 916 he hasn't played many games but i mean still he's been like the only guy out there that who's been able to give them any type of goaltending and they're just still trucking along in spite of it it like they're they're still producing wins they're still finding a way to create some type of offense and, and uh managed to be 4 points back of Vegas which was just shocking to me and then on the other end you've got Colorado who's hanging on to that last wild card spot but they are tied with Seattle and Edmonton with 40 points uh they're 6-3 and 1 in their last 10. They're they're missing uh, Pavel Francouz, uh McKinnon, Landeskog, like they've been r- run through the injury mill at this point. So for them to stay in the spot that they're in, holding on to the wins that they uh being able to get these wins that they have, I think it's pretty impressive, but I'm looking at this one here tonight. Colorado's -145 at home against the Kings. Seeing Kings +138 was best price. I'm a little bit shocked to see Colorado in that position. Like am I am I out to lunch to see the number like that? Like is this is this what it should be so money?
2: No, no. I'm I completely agree with you. I think that um Colorado obviously has been decimated by injuries. Um we do need to keep that in mind. They have um in spite of the injuries though, they have played well enough to to win their games. Now, keep in mind that Wins were against Islanders, Montreal, and Nashville, um, and then of course um, whatever that was in Arizona the other night with uh, Connor Ingram losing to him. But um, we we have to keep the we have to keep the injuries in mind. Um, Colorado um, they're not playing as well defensively as as they have in um, in the past, um, and and they're playing against an LA team that has shown the ability now to consistently drive play and we've we've touched on the Kings before they're a good team 5 on 5 they're a very good team um they they just don't get the goaltending now um phoenix copley he's he's actually the number one guy there right and he'll probably get the yeah. he'll probably get the get get the start again and he's been good enough like you like you mentioned the stats of the three guys copley has been good enough and that's all that this Kings team needed to be able to go on a run. So I think that um, I do like the Kings here. Um, market is a little bit slower to adjust on Colorado just because they, e- even through the injuries, they were getting results, um, but but the metrics were not that great. So um, at, especially defensively. So I think that it's going to take some time for the market to catch up. I do like the Kings here. Um, I'm just waiting for some roster clarification. But if there's no surprises during um, during morning skate, and if Colorado doesn't get any surprise guys back, um, I I I I will be on the Kings.
1: Yep. I'm in fair pretty much agreement uh, with everything so money said here. Just to add a couple of things. Yeah, I was very surprised to see Colorado open as minus 160 favorite when I popped that popped the screen open this morning. I thought this would easily, you know, be a lot closer to minus 125, minus 130 for the abs. Um, yeah, just digging into some of the numbers. Like you guys have said, Colorado's just kind of sort of trying to skate by. This is more like the Colorado Eagles team than the Colorado Habs team. And their defense is their defense has been holding them into games, you know, their third in expected goals at home and uh, their 29th in expected goals for. So they just have not been generating very many, very many scoring chances, but they don't give up any, any scoring chances either. So it keeps them in almost every game. Um, I haven't pulled the trigger on this game yet because I'm waiting for a few Roster things and to see if uh, if Colorado gets anybody back that could certainly change my number, but yeah, I think that if you're gonna play, if you're, you mean know, minus one or plus one thirty-five, plus one thirty on the Kings is a great play. These guys have been playing very, very well. Um, yeah, I don't think there's too much more to be said. The the Kings have been actually playing better defense recently, and their scoring has always been there. You know, the last couple of years they've been one of the better scoring teams in the country. So yes, I haven't played anything yet, but I think that you know, I think that so many and I probably will end up on the Kings here, especially if the number stays right around plus one thirty-five. I think that's that's a solid play.
2: And and if there's any chance that uh, that a uh, Bednar wants to get frisky and we see a uh, Jonas Johansson in net, yeah, that'd be uh, great. Then then it's an absolute no brainer. And then as as soon as you see a Jonas Johansson confirmation, I don't think it's going to happen, but. Maybe after a six three loss to Arizona, he wants to shake things up, and yeah, you know which which I'd be all for as if if we get that confirmation then then you just run to the window on the Kings,
1: yeah,
0: uh, and Connor hurdles here saying, bet the Kings plus one forty five last night good, good Very nice. yeah, that's Very a good nice. number,
1: yeah, so we could see some of those numbers disappear throughout the day, so yeah, I would say, definitely jump on those plus one thirty fives here soon
0: uh okay I have one last thing to ask you guys before we're not necessarily break this game down but Leafs in Arizona here tonight is this uh is this a spot where you just look and maybe grab like an Arizona plus two and a half if they're hanging around out there like uh we've seen moretto do numerous times this season
2: yeah I I I don't see why not um yeah. it, it Arizona's not playing poorly right they the last um they had a run there of like five games where I scored as a loss, but their last uh, six games here, um, overtime loss, uh, win against the Kings, and, and, and a win against Colorado. Like, did uh, they, they're not playing? Other, <laughs> <laughs> they're not playing poorly. So, um, um, it's one of those situations where where Zach you you know this better than anyone. This is the kind of game that the Leafs uh, probably don't take as seriously. Yeah, um, and I, I, mean, I, I don't see any reason why, why you, why you wouldn't
1: want to take a shot at, 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 at Arizona.
0: Yeah. yeah that's what I'm...
1: They've been playing well, you know, at home when they play at that, that, uh, that little arena, you know, nobody knows what to expect when they're traveling there. And yeah, they actually play really well. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think that's an interesting look. Um, yeah i certainly am not gonna play toronto you know any any direction
0: yeah no <laughs> i'm just waiting like this is one of those ones i was looking at and i see the odds for is like plus 265 minus 263 you're seeing best prices on this i'm like oh man Le- leafs teams of years past this is one of those ones that just absolutely terrifies me like i don't even want to touch it i'm just gonna watch the game and pray we get out of there otherwise like this is one of those ones you lose and tomorrow morning it's uh it's what's wrong with the leafs like morgan riley's coming back tonight it's gonna be should we trade morgan riley is he the problem so i'm just yeah. like as a leafs fan i'm just gonna watch this one not touch it and uh and get out of there on that jordan Mosso saying a wagon yeah. uh <laughs> also <laughs> What is the value of home ice at Mullet Arena? Twenty percent added win probability. It's all the uh, the student section.
1: Uh, I mean, it's amazing. And I listened to a podcast with their general manager, and uh, he's he's just like these guys love playing at home. They know it's going to be an absolutely insane crowd. Obviously, sold out every time. It's not
0: biting fingertips.
1: Yeah. So I think they're scrappy at home, especially if you get a number like this, it's it's worth a flyer. I mean, yeah, I think it, yeah, I think it should be a fun, fun watch.
0: All right. Last thing we'll ask, we'll do before we get out of here, just because Connor Hartle asked very nicely. Uh, any quick thoughts on Canucks Jets? Uh, mm-hmm. well, so many, we'll start with you as Connor butter, buttered you up a little bit here, saying it's always nice to hear your Vancouver breakdowns. Uh, but any thoughts on that game?
2: I think it's a fair number. I think that the Jets should be favored. Look, I've I've ragged on the Canucks all season. The the fact of the matter is is that um their play has slowly started improving. Mm-hmm. Um even 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 their defensive metrics as shocking as that is, it's starting to trend better. Um although the bar was set so low as the when the when the season started concern for the canucks is that their goaltending is well below average uh, which is not surprising we're seeing uh spencer martin being asked to uh carry a workload that um he's just never had to do in his career so um so so that's not that's not surprising winnipeg has also struggled here they've they're their their play has dropped off quite quite a bit as well um especially on the on the offensive side of the ice so um i think it's a fair number winnipeg should be favored um so on this one i'll pass but that being said if if this number uh keeps on creeping higher on the canucks um I may actually have a play on the Canucks this season. So, um, <laughs> let's see. Um, but right now, I think, uh, I, I, I think it's a fair price.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty much there just to add one quick thing. Um, I think the, the, the side is pretty even, but the number, the way that we have been looking with Spencer Martin games is the over. So if that number keeps trickling down, I think, uh, you know, minus 120 over six or plus money over six and a half is probably the way that I will look in that game.
0: All right. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in here today. If you enjoyed the stream, if you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit like Uh, on the youtube there if you were watching on twitter head over to the youtube there is a link in the description of the video there you can click on subscribe to our channel like this stream and you can also turn on notifications by clicking that bell so you get notified every single time that we go live monday through friday 10 30 a.m eastern time and if you miss the show in real time you can always watch it back listen to it back on all podcasting platforms or obviously watch it back on youtube russ so money good to talk to you guys again glad you guys had good holidays good luck on your bets tonight and uh, i will see you next thursday
1: yeah happy new year good luck